0: Hi dad. Uh hi Ernie. A busy day? Oh uh, no, actually it's nice and quiet. I had to drop off the kids but uh, at camp but uh a family from church is picking them up so Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. And I had uh, some shopping to do but no meetings so things are fairly quiet. Uh oh Okay. Um, mm, how are you uh, doing? Have you re- have you recovered from your birthday yet? <laughs> oh yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That part is fine, and then uh, anniversary today we are going out mm-hmm. to eat. um all oh, right nice. Rockford, so uh, things are going okay. All yes, right. Ready to get um,
0: back to the podcast? Yes. Oh, I Chapter five. Yeah, chapter five. Yep.
1: Winton. Yeah, one second. Yeah. Let me go to the. Next. So, um, to recap, mm-hmm. this guy is Carab, right? P- okay.
0: uh, Paul Carab. Yeah.
1: Paul Carab. He was. <laughs> I don't know who he's going to become. <laughs>
0: Right, he was. recalling are him version eight point five. I think. Uh, okay. Trying to keep track of that uh, generation. He's the new. He he was. He became the nexus after uh, Lange and Engel died. Right, and he made his way back to so, Wingnall.
1: Yeah, he the last chapter. He came to Wing Null, Um and. He uh, goes to the uh, comp room first. Uh, oh, maybe no, that's going on in now.
0: No, so last time he went to the, whichever, here yeah, we are, he went to the.
1: Yeah, the. we the, the called ring it ring Files. And then, was, and, uh, was, yeah. And. Uh,
0: Files, which is where he was supposed to.
1: Yeah, uh, See, do the Ritual suicide.
0: So,
1: then he sees the. Patchboard seven pins and spaces for many more. So, mm-hmm. when uh, one guy becomes a nexus, he puts the pin in, and basically, the memory and uh, some other qualities of the predecessor is uh, what they call them, a partial suicide or something. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Is that correct what I'm
0: saying? Yes. He calls it a partial suicide. I call it abjection. What do you uh, call it? Yeah. Abjection. A B J E C T I O N. So you're getting rid of part is, of yourself.
1: Uh, yeah, you were talking about it uh, to Rohan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but then, but you can still pull the pin back, I guess, pull it out. Then, mm-hmm. some of their. Uh, experiences and their memories come uh and their powers i think come back to you mm-hmm. right
0: yeah that we find perfect. out only here yeah, only in
1: this one yeah
0: yeah, but, yeah. so guys yeah, the end of book oh. end of chapter four he pulls pin seven instead of inserting pin eight
1: yeah so then he finds that um, um he says I was now the demon who had been addressing us. So what he's is saying is the thing that you destroy is the demon of the, person? So the
0: way so the way it works is that you know everything's got this uh, weird clone telepathy thing. Where yeah. All the clones of a single generation can uh contact each other, or whatever. And then in yeah. addition, the Parts of yourself it, that are the, that you shut off and sealed off in the machine can mm-hmm. still somehow whisper to you. Whether that's because they're alive in the machine, or the telepathy, or you know a, a similar explanation, right? Is is that you didn't really erase them? You just kind of uh, you know, uh, yeah lock them up somewhere, but okay. they can whisper through the doors of their prison cell. Uh, in your brain to you, and he, he will literally have conversations between himself and the his alter ego. And then, sort of, what happens is that when he pulls pin seven, uh, you know yeah, that I I don't know. If you have the book demon, in front of you. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: he says, "I was not the demon who had been addressing us. I was Engel Lang Lang Senior, and those things the older Lang had retained of his predecessor." But this person who's talking to him now is a new name, so Winton. Winton.
0: Right, the so version, right? So just yes, yeah, so we start with version 8.5, Paul Crabb. He pulls the pin, and he becomes, or at least the dominant personality is version 7, which is Lange Senior, or old Lange. And okay. then Lange is talking to Winton, um, which is uh, version 6.
1: Oh, okay, this is 6, okay. So, so Winton is one step further, out. Back,
0: yeah, back, yeah further back.
1: Okay, and then um, he says that uh, you need me. Um, mm-hmm. You, especially against Mr. Black, and mm-hmm. he said that um, you need every weapon you can get your hands on right now. Um for this reason you must be more fully yourself pull pin five. He wants to to pull five and but this guy wouldn't do it. All right,
0: so right. Winston, so so crab pulls pin seven and unleashes Oldland. Oldland pulls pin six, unle- unleashes Winton. Uh Winston is tempted to pull pin five, but he resists.
1: Yeah, he, he resists. Actually, he doesn't do it. He doesn't do okay. it, so the, the the demon basically says, you are a fool. Mm-hmm. And he basically, he says, I deliberately press my thumb against pin five, and there was silence. So mm-hmm. instead of pulling it out, he pushes it in, I guess, a little bit more.
0: Yeah, pushing it harder.
1: Right? Yeah, right. Take that, old man. Yeah. So... Then um, he looks out of the window and he sees something like a glint or a flicker of light from the ruins. I think that may Ah, be significant. Yeah. So then there was a blaze. So almost like a beacon swung quickly across the ruins, I guess. Uh, I I think against him too, it comes around uh, towards him. And it stops, so he, I raise my arm to shield my eyes against his brilliance. And mm-hmm. then uh, he c- closes the window uh, with the other hand. So uh, we don't know what that is yet. We'll probably They will probably tell us later on. So then he says, says, like, who was I? If I? I realized I was no longer the same individual who had come to Wingna, which was Car?" Uh, and uh, it was not a loss but a gain. So, like you were saying, that he was felt more Winton than Karen. So, his personality is uh, more Winton than Kara personality or persona, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah,
0: so then, yeah, I think,
1: yeah, okay, keep going. Yeah, see, um, this is, I mean, this is his style, right? It's strange to think of myself simultaneously from. Two temporal perspectives, but they were merging, um, and the, the guy named Jordan was also coming there. I have some of his memories, and I know that he went back a long while. So, so he says I have to draw a line somewhere. So he doesn't want to keep going back and back and back and back. Yeah. Is that the message. Then, um, yeah. yeah. Go ahead.
0: No, no. I think it's, this is what you doing get
1: kick on. Then he introduces the three people that are, I guess, still left. They, they probably are like his uh, cabinet.
0: Well, the remaining um, clones. These were like 8.6, 8.7,
1: 8.8. Gene Jenkins. Yeah. and Winkle. Yeah. So he said they were still alive. What do you mean? Yeah. So they, they'll be after him.
0: So these were part camera? of Generation 8. So after... So okay. Lands was version 8.0. I guess there were nine clones in this generation who yeah. all deferred to Lands Jr. Well. As the Elder and the next, yeah. And Mr. Yeah. has killed five of them. Mm. Um, and then... Um, crab uh, in the same body became Winton, and then there's three left. Yeah. The family's down to four people from nine.
1: Oh, I see. This is all the people that are left.
0: Oh, Yeah, this is all the left of the family.
1: Yeah, and then he keeps worrying about Glenda. And yeah. And she says uh, she. Um, Knew something about me, and she knew something about my old enemy, who calls himself Mister Black these days. Mm-hmm. So then, then he starts. I don't know. This is the one he should have done first. He activated the Bandit, mm-hmm. which is like a super super computer, I guess.
0: Yeah. Super super, super uh, Google hacking computer. Yeah, like a hacker's a hacking device. It's oh, it's a device, too. not a search device, not a search device. Well, I guess I mean it's a, I guess it's just, the technical term probably would be backdoor, because oh,
1: okay. the private be company bad. built
0: all the computers in all of the wings. So, so there's mm. or, so the, the, the first thing you get is that there's an actual ordinary government operating in all these places. Yeah. You know, where people can elect their representatives and the police and lawyers and courts and all yeah. these things. But the family has a back door where they can monitor everything and then they can intervene in different ways. So it's kinda of like they have uh we would call it super user access to everything that's going okay. on. Yeah. So that is called the bandit. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's interesting, it's kinda of like in Lincoln's Day they're still sort of thinking of themselves more sort of as rogue pirates uh But, you know, as they get more evolved, even down the generations, they become less subversive and more bureaucratic almost.
1: Okay. So then Winkle comes with a coffin and the body is Lange. So Mm -hmm. obviously he found the body of Lange and he's bringing it. And then
0: um,
1: he says, I was irritated that it was not Mr. Black trying again. So... But
0: you know, Winton, winter yeah. and, you know, back back in the days of version six, uh, that that yeah. generation still craved action. They loved the idea of confronting, yeah, and you know, fighting the enemy, right? They they have a hunger, you know, for violence right. and direct action. Whereas the, mm-hmm.
1: uh, the 8.0, point zero, oh, they're more uh, passive? <laughs> yeah, passive. Yeah, passive, passive, Yeah, passive. Wow. Yeah. So. Um, then
0: um Hamilton points that out, right? he 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 views the younger generation with a certain amount of contempt.
1: Right. So that younger generation includes these guys like the Winkle and Jenkins and these guys.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But also okay. even just his other selves, including Lange and Engel and Paul Crabb, and Pop you know, is that he he's proud that he's created a world where they can be safer. But he also holds them in contempt uh, because they are sort of weaker and smaller than him.
1: Yeah, and then this is when he starts uh, arming himself. Mm -hmm. uh, They ask him, is there a gun in your pocket? It's not a tranquilizer gun. And then Mm -hmm. uh, then he... uh, he he goes back to Bandit and checks it out and he finds out that Black has covered himself well. There's nothing much on him. And even the deaths have, have not been recorded yet. I don't know why. Mm. So, is the Rohan coming in?
0: Uh, no. Still... Okay. I'm not okay. taking Quinn for a walk. Oh, okay. So, um
1: Glenda, Again, he doesn't say anything about what he found. He just says um, it was kind of soon to have anything in on Engel. No, indeed, I I began skimming the data on Glenda. Mr. Black was not about to report it. And the more I learned about Glenda, the less predictable she seemed. I don't
0: know what that means. Well, so originally he assumed, his original guess was that she was just a random passerby who got swept up in this, who she claimed had a touch of the second sight. Yeah, um, yeah. And therefore, she, he expects her to act like a civilian. But the more yeah. he learns about her, uh, especially when Engel died, it's like, OK, clearly, she's not just an unwilling witness. She's an active participant who really knows what's going on. Yeah, OK. And, 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 and she's playing her own game, or possibly Black's game, uh, you don't, don't know even yet. Know their yeah. relationship at this point. Uh, clearly, they have some sort of a relationship, uh, yeah. but her motives seem confusing because it, sometimes it seems like she's trying to help Mister Black. Other times, she feels like she's trying to stop Mister Black.
1: Yeah. So then, um, the other people start coming in. So uh, Jenkins is coming, and. Um, um, Winkle's there, and uh, of course, this guy is there. And he keeps saying, uh, Patience, um, they want, we were asking him, why didn't you mesh with us? Why didn't you mesh with us? Mesh with him, with them, would have been what, sharing everything that he had?
0: Yeah, so the idea is like uh, when you have, uh, uh, back in the days when we had iPods, you know, yeah. we would have to plug them into the computer and then they'd sync up. You have sort of yeah. different versions of things and then they all connect together before we have the cloud. So that's kind of the vision I have, is each of these are these little different versions uh, who can talk to each other, but then they can do this thing called a mess where they sort of do a full backup and share all their information with each other. So they kind of know all the information yeah. that the other ones do. And yeah, that's so sort of what happens next... involuntarily at the time of death.
1: Yeah, so uh, they will know, in case he dies and they will have the information, right?
0: Yeah.
1: This guy is, is, is killed, but he's still the nexus. And this guy has become more independent and autocratic in some ways. He's refusing. They keep asking him, "Why didn't you mesh with us?" and things like that. So he says, "Wait, I'll, I'll do it. Uh, not yet, not yet, type of thing." So he keeps saying, "I know what to do," and things like that. And then the third guy comes, Jenkins, and. Uh, he uh you know, gives the uh-huh. bad news.
0: Um so so basically all the members of the family are in Wing Null now, right?
1: Okay, I didn't realize that. I thought these were only some of the leaders of the I thought called them his cabinet, but apparently mm-hmm. these are the only ones that are left. Yeah. Mm. Of course, you know by by family we mean like uh, the Godfather's family, right? Only his yeah. group, uh, not the uh, rank and file, uh, the soldier parts. Yeah.
0: Right. Yeah. But the uh, idea is that these are his clones. So these are literally his blood.
1: Right. These are all clones from the original guy. Okay.
0: And, and then he says, the they, they don't actually have friends. Who should they share their secrets with? So they really are probably just them. You know, the the world that uh, the uh, version eight crowd and probably the predecessor lived in was, uh, I think he says at the end of part one, it was just us and we knew we could trust us. Right, he fully trusted, he only really, he, uh, I think at the end of part one, he said when he made the clones and we got out, he said something like, it was just us and we knew we could trust us. Yeah. Right? It's very much the, the, the I think it's the or even traditional, Indian view of family like if you're part of the family, if you're my flesh and blood, I trust you completely and I share everything with you.
1: But if you're outside
0: That's that right. circle, I don't trust you at all. You don't even know right. who I am.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah. So um, that that part I, I I was not clear about. Now I know that these are the only people that are left. But you know but even then, the top guy, the godfather for a better for a better word. Sure. Um, he is still not sharing everything even though they they instinctively share a lot of qualities and a lot of information he has to do something to mesh with them to share some other information right. it looks like because he's the nexus i
0: said yeah, right. traditionally the family and this is the this is the irony is that it, before this Nobody had any secrets from the family. Everyone shared everything. Right, a good, <laughs> boundary-less codependent Indian family. Everyone shares everything. Right. And, right. But when, um, but when Karab, voluntarily or involuntarily, pulled pin seven, and mm. then unwound all the way back to Winton, suddenly yeah. he kind of, um, for whatever reason. Um, You know, Winton doesn't want everyone else to know that. I think I don't know if he says it here, but he tries to convince people that he's really still Karab.
1: Yeah, but he also wanted to go back and you know full pin five or whatever. He was tempted. I think it's
0: probably. I I think I would say he was tempted. And
1: like like you were saying, and the further back you go, the more violent and aggressive they are. Uh, more closer yeah. To, it, uh, Angel, Angel Negri, yeah.
0: Right? yeah, yeah, and there's this interesting implication here that, uh, when we suppress our baser impulses or the parts we mm. least like, we end up, um, maybe kinder and gentler, but weaker, and uh, the I keep getting reminded of the the phrase from the Apostle Paul the parts of the body we consider the least honorable, we treat with the greatest honor. And there's a very uh, sort of conflicted relationship Mm -hmm. that they have to their predecessors and vice versa.
1: Yeah, it also shows that, um, I mean, in the different level, look at families, right? I mean, uh, Uh, these people are trying to become legitimate people, not the mobsters. But Mm -hmm. you don't eliminate those qualities. At least uh, we've we've seen that in human families too. Let's say alcoholics. And um, uh, after the first generation and stuff, especially those who suffered under alcoholics, try not to be, but eventually one of them does become an alcoholic. Isn't it? I mm. use that, you know, just as a one example, but yeah. uh, so I mean that's what he's picking up on. Uh your usual question, you say, Who's the bad guy, who's the good guy? Here Winton is becoming a bad guy. Uh, yeah, anyway.
0: this is the interesting question. Yeah, and and here and yeah, I'll say usually we have like who's the conflict. Like last episode was I called it Paul Crabb versus pin because that was the yeah. the kind of root of the conflict. this episode feels like Winton versus everyone right he's fighting pin five he's mm. uh kind of pushing away the other members of the family he's uh he successfully uh takes over uh, pin uh, land senior pin seven so it it's it's it, it's interesting, so the the Winton seems um on the one hand uh like he seems like he's a man for the hour, right he seems much more lethal and self confident and kind of knows what he's getting into, and so clearly they need someone like Winton, but it is not at all clear that anybody involved would think of him as a good guy, including himself
1: yeah um.
0: So yeah, I didn't know right.
1: that these were the only three guys left of the family, because uh, if uh, they don't fight, uh, possibly Mr. Black can eliminate the family. It takes care of both yeah. four guys, yeah. So yeah. It kind of feels like,
0: from what we've seen of the ages, it feels like they sort of spawn a new clone every, let's say every seven years. Mm. Um. You know, seven to ten years and then possibly more if somebody dies off. And so you figure, and Paul was the third, next to who's out of 35. So the rest are probably like 30, 25,
1: Yeah, uh, 30, 20. something
0: like that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, the rest, they wouldn't really kind of imagine them having a clone who's younger than 20 or so. Mm. And so well, maybe they've been having clones more often or what, I don't know. It's interesting, You somewhere I got the sense that in five of like a hundred years of history, from no, mean, they that, that that a bit, yeah. yeah, yeah, and we had a sense. I don't know where this was, but it was a few hundred years after uh, part one, and it makes me wonder yeah, if the, in, in, you, yeah. the first generations were probably more violent, and the lifespan of a nexus was a lot shorter. So may only yeah. been another hundred years in the first for the first five pins, mm. and then another hundred years for the last two. Okay. As society gets safer and the chances of living long, and you know the, um, so yeah, it's a it's a fascinating question. Is we know Winston Winston clearly wants to is willing to fight everyone, and in some ways is more of a solo player than, uh, than the the current generation. And I think, yeah, uh, you know, because personal
1: experience. Everybody has a, yeah, ha- so far, everybody has been a solo player, but apparently, they shared things with uh, the other people, and uh, right, but you know, they know, they all is sort of running amazing, around. So right? fast I mean, uh, that they didn't have you time think to eliminate the people, but basically, they're being resurrected,
0: right? Well, yeah, yeah, uh, that's the thing is that uh, yeah. for pin one, there was always a sense in which you're allowed to pull back something back in case you accidentally forgot something. And in fact, they even say that the, the, the ceremony for retrieving an elder was ringed around with directives to not erase it. Yeah. It's like, one thing you must not forget is that you have the ability to unforget. That's kind of the safety valve in case somebody accidentally deletes something critical, like the identity of mm-hmm. Mr. Black. Yeah. Who Winton knows, possibly under a different name.
1: Yeah. Uh, again, you know, I mean, we are looking at a, chapter in the middle of the book uh, don't know because I'm learning as we go along each chapter learning more about the process how they've done that like uh, even l- only last week we figured it out that you know when you put in a pin that uh, erases it and pulled it back it can get it back um, mm-hmm. and not only the um, powers but also the persona and uh, behavior and all that so uh, I'm sure as we go along, they'll reveal more and more. Um, it's interesting how this guy wrote this book. He probably, like uh, most authors, he knows the ending and then you backtrack, I guess.
0: <laughs> so. Yeah. He, well, sometimes I heard that for like his last novels, he started the other way around, where he literally just started writing freeform. Mm. And then the plot kind of came to him as he's to, the, that story a guy wakes up from a coma and then uh, goes on a walk and suddenly discovers these magical beings and discovers that he himself is a magical being. Um, and okay. I'm sure that once he did the first, this is called um, Chronicles of oh, Amber, here, okay. or Nine Princes in Amber is the first book. And oh, this the idea oh, was oh, this that, okay. Zalazny, yeah. And he, um, so in that gets, I think he like wrote on a first draft sort of stream of consciousness, just kind of following this guy to see what would happen. And then he probably went back and rewrote it. He says, OK, if I'm going to do that. Then this is the, the way the story is going to go. And then he'll mm-hmm. uh, kind of clean it up to fit into the new narrative. Not unlike okay. uh, what Angelo Zenegri does. He's like, okay, I well, will a version of myself, but then I'll go back and clean it up.
1: <laughs> okay. You know, the okay. first time
0: you live it, the second time you analyze it, almost. Oh, okay. Uh,
1: then you call your father and you analyze it with him.
0: Yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: All right. Okay, Ma. So, Uh, so, yeah, uh, how did the the chapter uh, end? I forgot. Oh, the guy walks in, uh, Jenkins comes, and he says, uh, he said, don't don't worry about what I'm going to do. Tell me what's going on in Wing 5. And the guy says, it's gone. Jenkins says, Wing 5 is gone.
0: So, that's 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 a cliff I'm yeah, so they, they finally feel like they've got the family together, and like they're safe, they're in control now, everyone's here, nothing can go wrong, and then suddenly Mr. Black seems to change his strategy, because as far as we know, he hasn't seemed to have actually inflicted violence on anyone else, but suddenly he does something which looks like an act of terrorism,
1: right? Yeah, right. Uh, like the, uh, it looks like, like he's basically
0: destroying an entire house.
1: Okay, so wing five is probably one whole complex or one whole
0: uh,
1: I think the way it works is there.
0: each wing is a different planet. Uh, the house so plant, is the, okay. the abstract, yeah. Hmm. Uh, and the idea is then that...
1: But they're all connected, though. You go from one wing to the other in a belt way.
0: Right, you're right. There's this teleportation gimmick Yeah. that uh, they use to go between the, the houses, between the different wings of the house. And then so something has happened. And so, mm. just when it feels like we're starting to get on track on top of things, uh, mm. something unthinkable happens, and uh, the, the whole uh, the level of violence and threat has escalated. See, uh, again, you know, uh,
1: similar to the human nature, that I'm seeing a parallel. Like you know, from mm-hmm. time to time, one guy comes up. Let's call him a bad guy. Uh, mm-hmm. And also a better word. And um uh, like uh, you know first maybe we can call him uh, Caesar, uh, we can mm-hmm. know, uh, call him uh, Alexander the Great. And one person comes right. to, up to, to, and instead of calling him
0: a bad guy, let's let's use those for historian use a, a great man. Someone who does not just follow along kind of the currents of history but they rewrite the rules.
1: Yeah, but it, uh, there's always uh, you know, violence there, right? And you know, Genghis Khan, or yeah. or uh, you know, eventually Hitler, or finally Trump. You know, <laughs> <So> they want
0: <laughs> they want to dominate. But let's be more generous. Let's include like the George Washington and uh, Abraham Lincoln's or the Winston Churchill. No, no,
1: no, no. no. They're not part of this group. Yeah. Okay, different. so
0: what is the criteria? That, so what's the difference? Because those people were all, let me, this is good. So this also, is really so good George question Washington never
1: wanted to dominate the world. George Washington never wanted to dominate the world. Because the other guys did Okay,
0: so when you say, so dominating the world, so, so this yeah. is so this is a good, so, so there's people who want to conquer more territory.
1: Well, yeah, Outside. kind of, yeah.
0: <laughs> right, yeah. and so, uh, whereas Washington just wanted to throw off someone from his own territory, <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: and, right. And Lincoln, in some sense, uh, refused to let people leave his territory, right? Kind of. You know,
1: he, but you know, yeah, I mean, he, uh, he In a way, I mean, he wanted to preserve the union, but uh, but his aim was not to dominate the world. He, you know, like uh, other people did. Uh, even Napoleon, I would say, would belong to the first my category somebody wanted to dominate
0: Okay, so, the he, so when you so say they wanted the world, to become I
1: mean, very famous and they wanted to be the uh, alpha male. Uh, and put, putting down every, any opposition. Because what was the reason, I always thought about that, what was the reason for Hitler to invade all these countries? Or can he be just, you know, be in his own Germany, he can be the top ruler, but he was not like, you know, the, you were comparing Washington and um, Lincoln, but you can also say Khrushchev and Stalin and, and those guys. They did not try to dominate the world, but they, in a way they did because they kept the uh, Soviet Union, right? But they
0: didn't attack anybody else, though. Well, this Never is the passed, interesting thing, right, is mm. that like um, – so let, 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 let's let let's let's play devil's advocate for Hitler, which is always fun, right? Yeah. So one of the things that surprised me that I've learned history is that Germany was a relatively novel concept. Okay. So before there was just a bunch of tribes, and then yeah. the Middle Ages there was something called the Holy Roman Empire, which was right. kind of encompassed all of Germany and lots of France and other things like that. Um, yeah. And then it was it was our 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 patron saint Martin Luther who kind of invented or at least uh, spurred on the development of German nationalism, right? He started writing in the German language and they started publishing books, which created this concept of a nation. This is another thing I didn't know, is that nations, you know, before, you know, 1848 or so, or sorry, before the Treaty of Westphalia, which would have been 17 or 16 something, uh, the end of the Thirty Years' War, uh, uh, was that invented the concept of the nation, a group of people, an ethnic grouping who shares a common language, ruling their own state, as opposed yeah. to just being um, sort of vassal Part of another a yeah. Rome empire. actually originally mm. uh, oh, so not even an empire, but it it, it, in sense mm. it was the, the church was the, the preeminent institution, and these right. were just kind of uh, householders, so yeah uh, almost theocratic in some sense and so mm. the idea of a nation being a state and they do that everyone played and the thing is is that the reason this is, uh, i think uh, caused all so much confusion and conflict is that people didn't have this association of they didn't have this concept of a nation state before the treaty of westphalia i think and so mm. people just lived where they lived and like you have a place where people speak three different languages they have three different backgrounds they intermarry to a greater or lesser extent and like Okay, but but you said, Well, once we make it a nation state, we have to draw a line and say this is part of our nation and that isn't. And yeah, this yeah. variation or dialect is clearly our people and we need lots And so when you look at it that way, one can mm-hmm. make a case that there's sort of a continuum between Lincoln saying, Look, you are part of the United States of America, you don't get to leave and um say Bismarck, a more less morally offensive example than uh that's Germany saying, well, you know, uh I'm the king of Prussia or whatever, I don't even know the exact title, but all you other states mm-hmm. have always been part of Germany, the German people, the German culture, the German heritage, and you deserve to be part of our nation state. Sorry, you already Well I,
1: I I beg to differ Ernie. I beg to differ.
0: Even Bismarck? No, I like, tell worse. you so why, why? No, 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 no Bismarck or Hitler,
1: or whatever. Because these other people
0: also had nations.
1: France was there, and uh, Denmark was there. And
0: sorry, where? Sorry. No, sorry, they had different
1: languages, and they were all na- basically language states, like in, in India, Tamil Nadu versus uh, Kerala. Uh, they all spoke different languages, so they didn't. So so, you cannot say they were all once German. How can you say no, that?
0: So what I'm saying is, is, is precisely this: is that. Mm when we started forming these nation states, we drew lines Uh and said, okay, this city, this territory, it has a mix of people, some German, I mean, this is precisely the problem with Kashmir, right? In India and Pakistan, people say, well, you know, there's a lot of Hindus living on this side, your side of the line, there's a lot of Muslims living on this side of the line. And the whole concept of a nation state doesn't have a, more bluntly, doesn't have a healthy way to process things that aren't exactly one or zero, right? If every, if 100%- It's easy. Of course. Yeah. If it's the
1: Middle East Africa, Africa, yeah. yeah, exactly, and Africa perfect.
0: Yeah. In some ways, this is an intrinsic um, flaw in the concept hmm. of nation-state. It's to hmm. say that because you're my nation, you deserve to be in this state. And it, it works well like 90, 90, 95% of the time. But that last 5% is a killer. Right? Because then you have all these arguments about, you know, why do you get that state, and you're mistreating my people as an ethnic minority. and so it's um the thing that's hard uh and you know this is why i think you know lincoln uh is still a great man and still a good guy but it's a lot mm-hmm. more um more there's a lot more moral gray in what lincoln does than i thought when i was growing up you know illinois is the land of lincoln like you know he instituted the income right. tax he yeah. you know you know and you can make a case the way those southern states did is that you know All rights not given to the federal government belong to the state. And, you know, without, if you ignored the fact of slavery, a reasonable person could look at this and say, you know, the southern states may have a point uh, about not, you know, needing to be subjects to the federal government. Uh, Mm. And, you know, we still argue about federalism to this day. And, you know, and considering the price we paid, considering how little the, the, the lives of Blacks improved in most of the South in the 100 years after yeah. the Civil War, you can make the case, you know, uh, and I don't want to believe this, but I have to be honest with you to say, you know, I cannot say with 100% certainty, like I think Lincoln did a good thing, but I'm mm. not sure I could still say, I'm sure he did the right thing. Because mm. these are precisely where the definitions, the abstractions, the word bubbles we use, kind of break down. And it's so much easier where you can deal with nice, sharp abstractions. Mm. Like, this is good, this is bad, this is France, this is Germany, this is fair, this is unfair. But the older I get, the um, the less comfortable... I, like, I'm going to say, like, I prefer uh, I think uh, this works I don't know.
1: <laughs> I am not comfortable with that at all. Uh, you, you're not comfortable with saying that Lincoln that was I more... Proposed. Of, I Sorry, the Henson, so, so, theory.
0: so you. My so point, so you're, but you. So I'll say that. Okay, so you're saying, from your point of view, Washington and Lincoln are clearly good guys.
1: No, 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 that's not They're not part of my equation at all. They're a different kind of animals. Okay. Animal. They're a different kind of animals. I'm talking about people who, for no reason, wanted to conquer the world and make them okay. themselves. I'm talking okay, about so like I, I'm talking about. Genghis uh, Khan, because you know these are people that they conquered who were not speaking their language. For example, Alexander came all the way to India. They didn't yeah. look like them. They didn't speak like them. So the only reason he wanted to do was he wanted to conquer the world, and everybody okay. needed to be under him. And okay. these so are the guys I... that did that. Yeah.
0: Okay, Dad. This Go is ahead. fascinating. You are arguing <laughs> from sort of the center of the, of the paradigms. Okay, hmm. we can make a bright line and say clearly: people who conquer other peoples who are ethnically diverse in order to form an empire—that's a certain type of alpha male conquest. Okay, right, right. And that's right. you know, and you know, for us as subject peoples, we can certainly make a case that that's a that's a bad guy thing. Okay, yeah. there's other arguments you can make around that, but let's go with that. Um, yeah. The. Um, I assume you would apply. So, and, and so, how do you? How would you uh, categorize the British conquest of India?
1: Yeah, they they probably will fall under that category, although it was not one single person that did that. It was a whole race that did that. The British did that. Well, to be
0: more precise, it was really the East India Tea Company that did it in terms of an organizational entity. It started with that, and then
1: Queen Victoria took over. So that's the... No, I may have to come up with a different categories. The one... Uh, number one is an individual that does that. Second one, it's a, a race that does that, or a ethnic group that does or that. Or the nation. Because, yeah, Steve, that term, uh, yeah. You know, but it's not even uh, Columbus would be under that too. Uh, yeah. You know, Portu- the Portuguese would be under that, and all the all the colonizers mm-hmm. would be different. Like they, uh, they at least had a reason to do that in some ways, like they wanted to get. Uh, prices, they wanted to get uh, materials from there, the Spanish wanted to get gold from uh, South America. Uh, there, there was a little difference uh, be the second group of people, but the first group of people I'm talking about
0: is just one individual that does that. Okay, so so, so let me just sort of get your taxonomy here, because this is <laughs> yeah. well, good guys and bad guys, right? This is what we're trying to understand. So,
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, the people who sort of take over other people who they don't really have any relationship to let's just call them bad guys. You know, this is type yeah, one, Right. Okay? okay? The alpha male, he just exists to conquer others. If you had type one character. Yeah. Yeah. Type two characters, uh, which we'll just use the East India Company, uh, it, it, yeah. there's not like a single person who's just conquering the world for the sake but it's more like an organization that's taking right. over territory for yeah. a pragmatic reason. Okay, we'll call that yeah. type two conquest. Okay,
1: yeah.
0: and then we have things that are, not really conquest mm. uh which are sort of uh, let's call it um so you know george washington will call uh yeah. a liberator where he wants he, yeah. he represents his tribe and he wants his yeah. tribe to be free okay yeah. um so that's like type uh let's call type yeah. three for now yeah. Right yeah. to a certain okay.
1: extent you know, i mean it's kind of a reverse because he's fighting the bad guys or whatever gandhi would come under that uh, even uh, uh, Mandela will come under that. Uh, that's a little different.
0: Yeah. they're creating, they're they're creating are, nations.
1: Which, they're creating new uh, governments, but with a different uh, perspective. Yeah.
0: So, so, so let's go to the uh, fascinating. type, three. Okay, let's type go to, 3 Type three. That's type three. The, the liberators, right? Yeah. Um So what is Lincoln? Lincoln feels like a type four, which is more sort of a unifier not really liberating, not really conquering, but kind of like saying, you know, hey, this is the boundary here. We've been together. You know, it's not right for you to leave.
1: Like a preserver? Does that
0: feel like a different type? It feels like a different type than a Gandhi or a, mm, uh, or a Washington.
1: Yeah. Right? And you he, can still <laughs> a good guy. But the, reason I, but, yeah, the reason I brought this up was, you know, uh, according to this guy's a last name, the uh, human race, is better when it goes from um, uh, violence and uh, conquest and stuff to, uh, like you said, moral evolution. Uh, and we're talking about uh, gentler and uh, kinder people. Right. But what I'm trying to say is, even in that, there is, you know, the the, the basic fundamental... Uh, human nature has gone away and there always erases one person who for some reason wants to conquer everybody else and Mr. Black will come under that category. I mean, I, get, I don't know the story, how it ends or how it progresses, but that's why it feels like that. To, yeah, and then maybe this guy, I, I don't know how the story ends, but Winton becomes that kind of a person. Uh, not only does he kill Mr. Black, but he brings the uh, whole thing back to uh being uh one person governing everybody with violence and control and things like that, so I don't know,
0: yeah that's why so, I'm yeah, and, enough, and yeah. you know yeah, it's interesting right, because clearly old land, even though he was kind of a passing character here, at some point in time he was strong enough to successfully erase the the Winton portions of himself and shove him into the machine and in pin yeah. six, right, yeah. and so. But it, it, it would be, and, you know, so the thing that's interesting is that, you know, so Lincoln is a little harder to categorize, but we still think he's a good guy, right? But then when you go from Lincoln, you go to Otto von Bismarck, which is mm. uh, the guy who unified Germany. Yeah. One could argue he finished the work that Luther began, yeah. and he played some rather mean tricks, but he also seemed mm. to be very um, um, enlightened like he was trying, he really believed that Germany would be better off if we were all one, they were one people together, where all the German-speaking people yeah. um, uh, worked together and therefore they were able to defend themselves against the French and the Dutch and the Austrians and all these other peoples who were, um, yeah. you know, kind of being able to run rush out of them. And the, the story I was reading now, The Broke Cycle, with, mm. uh, from Neil Stevenson, uh, Germany isn't even a place Right, mm. there's various states with speaking various Germanic languages,
1: right. and
0: uh, the, the, the the Hanovers uh, are just starting to try and and unify it. And so they were a victim of all these other integrated states, nation states. And so yes, the, yeah, the only yeah, way to Hanover... go
1: that way, yeah, if you go that way, Bismarck would could be uh, even um, aligned to Lincoln. Some way. Right, it so feels like he's kind of a type together, four character. Gandhi. Right, Gandhi but, but here's Gandhi.
0: the thing. Yeah, and here's the funny thing. Like, when Bismarck annexes a section that's like eighty, like 90% German-speaking, well, that seems yeah. like an obviously right thing for him to do. But yeah. You say, okay, what about if it's 80%? This is like uh, Abraham and God. What if it's 70%? What if it's 50%? Yeah. What if you're not sure if it's 50%? What if it's 30%? you are like, like there's all these. Like, once you say, well, he's a good guy when it's, uh, if it's 100% German, then maybe he's 90% a good guy. When it's 90% German, and 50% a good guy if it's only 2% German, like that, right? You, you become instead of being mm. these nice neat categories, it starts yeah. to become the sliding scale, yeah,
1: of, exactly. and it
0: kind of depends on which. And, and, and I think that to me is the interesting thing about this mm. is like the thing about the way uh angelo evolves is mm. he sort of draws a sharp line. I think. Psychologically, I think this is where the word objection comes from, is that mm. I decide, I look at this and I say, okay, well, this is not me. This is not the me mm. I want to be. So I'm gonna get rid of that yeah. part of myself, right? Yeah. And this idea of partial suicide. And you end up making kind of a sharp, uh, bright line between me and not me. Um, you know, in Western culture, uh, the concept of self and not self is usually defined as the physical body. Yeah. Right. I The idea that I would have autonomy over my body and that I don't really have control over anybody else. Um, yeah. Whereas in traditional culture, I don't think the line's that sharp. Really, the family seems more like the fundamental unit. And you know what? In the West, we would call a lack of boundaries and emotional codependency in India, we would tend to call a close family.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Right. And, and these these yeah. lines and these boundaries are interesting. And I think what uh, you know the the thing that I find Fascinating about Winton hmm. is that in this very literally a family centric thing where there are, is where really an individual identity is, you know, kind of an artificial construct, right? They're really like the same set of memories in genetically identical bodies with some cosmetic changes. You can mm-hmm. periodically mind meld and share each other's Like they really feel like a family. And in some ways, it's only Mr. Black coming and killing them one by one. Yeah. That uh, really forces them to individuate. Which, interestingly, historically, what I've heard is that you know, human societies um, would, um, the traditional societies, tend to be very family-oriented and not. Uh, um, they actively resist an alpha male coming in and taking over. Uh, and that's one thing that uh, anthropologically mm. distinguishes like humans from. Gorilla, um, um, yeah, uh, is that with that if, if one big, stronger type to take over, all the smaller, weaker people can band together and kill them with rocks, or mm-hmm. missiles, or you know, bows and arrows, or whatever. right? And so uh, there's a strong, deep, instinctual hatred of having one alpha male rule over you. On the other hand, uh, you know, when you're under threat, you generally want to choose an alpha male, a warlord, right? like Caesar was before he became emperor. And say, you know, hey, we need you to really mobilize the country to fight this war and to make us prepared so that we don't lose the next one. And there's this uh, sliding scale where eventually it becomes uh, inevitable, whether it's necessary, I don't know, but inevitable that this person is going to, uh, you know, not just rule, but take over for all time, but take over and become the alpha male. Um, yeah, so and... I, I think
1: that's interesting that you're putting it that way because I'm thinking about Winston Churchill, and um, I'm wondering whether this guy was named Winton because of that. Because, uh, <laughs> but because of the system that we had, well, Winston didn't become an emperor, and uh, he didn't. Uh, after finishing the war, he didn't take over Germany and made English their language, you know, because it was totally different. Uh, of course, it was more complex because the Americans came in. But, uh, but that's a little different. That's, you're defending yourself and you're electing a leader to defend, which is uh, probably, you can find in history, uh, everybody, including Chief Black Hawk or you know, uh, all those things. That's a little different than aggressively going, conquering uh, other people. So. But, but as you put
0: out in the Bismarck's case, it's kind of a sliding scale. There's a okay. few things that seem like really clear on either side of the category, and there's a number mm. of things in the middle where it's mm. ambiguous. And uh, I'm trying to think of the... the, yeah, the yeah, you're right, yeah, seem, because
1: you know, I, I don't think everything is completely black and white, right? Because like you said, uh, even Bismarck, uh, he, let's say he brought all the Germanic people together, Um still some of them probably felt they were not fully germanic like you were saying right there's 10 percent but he included them anyway right
0: so so, so winkle to so winkle means mm. angle or means mm. angle. so he plays some words uh there's a yeah so the, the the wikipedia article says that all of the different names of characters are mm. um Uh, plays on the- They point to somebody uh, else? It's not, it's not, it's not, not, yeah. And they're not just like, oh, just in translation of the word. They, like, one of the characters, Jordan, I think they, I think maybe pin five, is uh, an angel character in a movie that was popular at the time called Here Comes Mr. Jordan. And so it's not like they were just like, it wasn't so much that Angelo himself deliberately chose all these names, like, but the author kind of chose them as puns.
1: Um, yeah, yeah, I think uh, things like that, right? I mean, yeah. like Angel and Lang, they're the same letters orange differently,
0: mm-hmm. right?
1: And then Engel is similar. I he, yeah. But you know, again, we are looking yeah, at the middle of the book, so maybe things will become clearer as we go along. I don't know.
0: Yeah, but actually, you know, in some ways, I think it gets more confusing because at the beginning, it's really easy to feel <laughs> like uh, whoever is sitting as the nexus is the good guy. Yeah, right. Right. Yeah, but Winton is, is 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 you know kind of starting to show these alpha male tendencies. Yeah, he's not just the leader of the group who shares everything. Mm. And, um, and to be fair, we saw that a bit in Paul Karab. He didn't want mm. to mesh and ask people for advice either. He says, you know, I yeah. need to make this decision myself because this is a big one. Yeah. And you yeah. know, I think the reality yeah, yeah. is that you can argue the morality of it, but the reality yeah. is having somebody in charge in a time of crisis. Who isn't um, swayed by the fearful emotions of the masses is incredibly useful.
1: Yeah. See, I think this is where, it, uh, like you said, it, it kind of blends because we're talking about one person aggressively trying to uh, expand your uh, influence. Uh, like, expand?
0: Like, let's call it. Uh, let's, let's, like let's, be, let's, be, let's call it expand. Expand the boundaries.
1: Yeah. Whereas you were talking earlier about you know uh, the tribe selecting one person to uh, defend against the attackers, I think uh, Winston will fill fill that role because yeah. you know he he's basically trying to defend against Mr. Black rather than trying to expand his own family. Mm-hmm. Right. So this is a different analogy. So we'll see.
0: Right. Yeah, and we um, we get some hints that Glenda, there's more to Glenda than first appeared that he finds mm. in the files. That'll come back later and hopefully we'll yeah. learn exactly what. And, but it's also interesting, again, like the previous chapter, all the conflict is sort of internal. Yeah. Uh, right? Yeah. It, it, it's the, the nexus arguing with uh, the older version of himself and mm. the sibling versions of himself. Yeah. And it's getting more uh, it's, 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 uh, degrading from the, you know, Hey, we're all just on the same team. We all know each other. We all love each other. We're all working together. Um, and to like where we start keeping secrets and pushing each other away and acting more like Westerners and less like Indians, you know, there's this uh, very interesting progression happening.
1: Uh, because I, I, somehow the thing that came to my mind is, you know, uh, you know when you talked about one time i think i heard you say uh, come on uh, you are a provocateur we don't do this uh, we don't cry <laughs>
0: tomorrow to to, to, to no tomorrow was he it was, it was falling down a ski slope yeah. the first time yeah yeah and, he's, and i said this is hard like okay this yeah. is a foolish thing to have done it's ridiculously hard and it's incredibly painful right now we keep failing over again but dang it, you're a kabakker, Rohan. This is what we do. We keep kind on of a possibly difficult thing and act like complete idiots and, and we power through it and we make it to the end. Yeah, yeah. I think, you know, uh,
1: that that I can understand because, you know, that's where we grew up. In our family, we don't do this, you know.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right, I got to go. That's yeah. my day job. Okay, Ma. thank a you. Fun, it was a good dad.
1: discussion. I appreciate it. Uh, mom wanted me to tell you something I forgot what it was um, one thing uh, it's not part of our thing uh, mom agreed to come for that uh, next ZBJ. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah wonderful now are we going to have that uh, our uh, book study then you'll be Definitely. occupied all day
0: uh, I'm planning to uh, I'll see how the day's is going uh, it's possible I may, okay. make, I may call it off but it might be actually a useful warm-up for me so we'll see what happens Okay. Okay, Ma. Thank you. Right, Talk you Dad. Talk to you soon. Okay. Bye. Bye